0: You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, episode 54. Academic writing is just a series of small steps that add up to big results. So why is it so hard? And why can publishing be so anticlimactic? And what's the deal with all the imposter syndrome feelings? In this podcast, I'm sharing a peek into the academic writing life, warts and all, Stick around to hear musings on writing, publishing, book marketing, and all things scholarly. Let's figure out this academic writing business together. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I wanna talk about what happens when I'm in between book projects. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I wrapped up my third book and I've been working on the redline revisions for that and kind of getting it through the final stages of production. And I co-wrote my fourth book with two co-authors this past December, and then I worked on the proposal for my fifth book, which went into the publisher in December, and I'm waiting to hear back. So I actually have just gotten the full manuscript from my co-authors for book number four, so that's ready to be edited, but I'm not really actively writing a book right now. I haven't been actively writing a book since December, um, since that winter break. And um, I didn't really realize how big of a gap that was for me in my life until I kind of jumped into this whole other huge creative project. And I kind of looked up at one point and said, oh, I'm doing this because I'm not writing a book. (laughs) And uh, so what the creative project is, I'm I'm designing the next course for um, my side business. And it involves a ton of writing. And this course, as I've designed it, has about 60 videos in it, and all of them will be scripted. And um, that is at least 60 pages, single spaced of writing, um, probably about double that when it comes down to it. And it also involves the creation and the design of a workbook that will probably be self-published to go along with the course that will actually be kind of hard copy printed and sent to people who register. Um, And so it took me, you know, a little while (laughs) to kind of dive into this other thing before I realized um, I really felt a gap in um, not working on a book. And typically in the past, um, I've gone pretty much straight from one book to another. And um, I'm just kind of in between projects right now because three of the projects, including my, my third book and two edited collections, they're all pretty much wrapped up and the fourth book is, is really coming along. It's not in active creating stages right now. We're just revising, and I haven't started working on book number five. So I'm just kind of a little bit in that in-between space. Um, and I, I guess what I'm learning about myself, and I, I think I knew this, but it just becomes so clear when I'm not working on a book, is that I just kind of need to have some kind of creative outlet that's big, like a book. Um, And the course is kind of filling that space for me right now because it's taking a lot of planning and a lot of thought. I have to think about how things fit together in the same way I would think about how chapters fit together. And it's the place where I can go um, and be in a little bit of a flow state, which is also typically what I do when I am writing a book is I'll be able to sit down for several hours and get kind of lost in the research or the writing. Um, And I don't have that right now with anything. So um, how this course, I kind of stumbled into it, actually. Um, i had been thinking about doing it. Um, but once I started mapping it out and saw how big it was going to be, I got a little bit intimidated. Um, and I figured um, that it would honestly take me about the time that it would typically take me to write a book. I thought it would take me nine months to a year to finish it. And I knew there was going to be a workbook component. And one Sunday, I sat down in the morning and thought, well, let me just kind of mess around and see, you know, like what I could build. And I had a prototype of a workbook that was less than 10 pages um, that I'd been using in some previous workshops that I give. And the topic of this course is scholarship of teaching and learning. So it's related to research and um, pedagogy. And Um, I'd been doing workshops for years talking with people about how to design these projects. And so the course is really building off of that. And um, so I sat down this this Sunday morning and got up a couple of times to eat. But basically 11 hours later, um, I had just kind of like fallen into working on this workbook and – looked up and had like 60 pages of it drafted. Um, and to be clear, this is not all text. It's, it's a lot of design. And a, it's a very workbooky in that um, there's a prompt, people are writing in blanks, um, you know, there's boxes for people to write in, things like that. Um, so it was really using more of my design side of thinking and creativity than my writing side. But um, after that, I started to really see it come together. And I knew it was going to be my next big project. Um, And that's also when I think I started to realize how much I was missing writing a book. Um, And I just start to feel really antsy when I'm not working on a book and when I don't have a big project like that. And um, it's interesting. It's teaching me something about my own pipeline and also You know, I actually don't think it's a bad thing to be taking a break from book writing for a few months. Um, It's not like I wish I was working on a book, but it does tell me that maybe when I'm not working on a book, I need to think about what is that kind of creative outlet that I'm going to fill that space with because um, I get a little stir crazy. (laughs) I think my brain like wants something big to chew on and wants to start, like, building relationships, making connections, synthesizing large amounts of information. And when I'm done working on a book, there's definitely a rest period. But then my brain kind of starts looking around for that next big thing. And if it's not a book project, then it needs to be something kind of equally as big. So... um that's what I'm working on right now. That's that's a little bit of an unconventional writing project and um, that I, right now I'm scripting a lot of videos. I have about 25 videos scripted out of 60, so I'm almost halfway there and um, I'm doing quite a bit of research for this course to make sure I'm including the resources that I want to and building out some supplementary materials that I think are going to be really useful to people. Um but as of right now I'm I'm actually thinking it's going to take me a lot less time than I thought um and in part that's because I've had several people reach out to me um once they knew I was working on this project to say they were very interested um in purchasing it and so that certainly is a motivator in terms of just my side business and getting this thing up and running um but I'm going to be spending good sections of the month of April um into May probably working on this and as I kind of work on the revisions of the the fourth book manuscript as well, this is going to be um, kind of the two big projects that are that are going to be on my plate in the near future. So I'm really curious, you know, when you are not writing or not working on a big project or, you know, you have this kind of fallow period, you know, in between creative work, do you have this issue too where your brain kind of looks around and says, hey – What's going on? Why, why don't we have something here to work on? Um, I'm really curious if you, if you find that. I do think that people are creative in such different ways. Um, and I'm fully prepared for this to be something kind of weird <laughs> about me that I've learned about myself that maybe not other people identify with. But um, if this is you and you have this issue as well, you are not alone. And um, I think that maybe this is what some novelists feel like when they just write book after book after book. And one always comes on the tail of another. So that's where I'm at right now. And as I'm wrapping up these other projects and launching into new things, I will definitely keep you updated. I'm Katie Linder. Thanks so much for checking in with this episode of The Anatomy of a Book. I'll be back next week with another update. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at anatomyofabook.com. That's anatomyofabook.com. If you like The Anatomy of a Book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues. The best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast. Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called The Academic Creative that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. Subscribe to this newsletter at katie.linder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn even more about my work and projects, visit my website at katie.linder.work. Thanks for listening.